one of the most wonderful things about the Bible, the Word of God, is the promises that fill the pages of the Scripture. You know, when you go to the Old Testament, you hear these wonderful words like, I will never leave you or forsake you. Even if your father and mother desert you, the Lord will be by your side. And what about this beautiful one from Isaiah? I will be with you. Do not be afraid. When you walk through the waters, they will not overshadow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. For I am the Lord your God. And look at this beautiful one. Even if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. And then just a couple of verses later, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Why do you think God has made all these glorious and wonderful promises to his people? I think the answer is found in the New Testament. When you come to Paul's letter to the Romans, he puts it this way. If God is for us, who can be against us? And I think that's what God is trying to communicate to us through the pages of the Bible. I am for you. I like you. I love you. I want to bless you. I want your life to be filled with all my presence, my blessings and my glory. That is the point of the promises of God. Now stop and think for a minute. When do we make a promise? We make a promise to somebody who is important to us, somebody whom we really like and someone whom we want to be happy. Same way, when God makes his promises to us, it means he is thinking a lot about us. He really wants us to be happy. He wants our lives to be filled with joy and peace and every other blessing that he can give. So when we look at the promises of God, let us keep on being reminded of this one great truth. God makes his promises to people whom he loves, to people who are important to him, to people whom he wants to bless and fill their life with his presence. And you know, there is a glorious verse in the New Testament in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20. The Apostle Paul writes it this way. He says, no matter how many promises there are that God has made, they are all yes in Christ Jesus. Now stop and think what that means. All the Old Testament promises, and we just referred to a few, all of those come packaged in one beautiful gift which God is giving to us through Jesus Christ our Lord. So when we receive Jesus, we are not only receiving Jesus, we are receiving all the blessings of God wrapped up in Jesus. Just think about that. You know, way back in the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah, we usually refer to this verse at the time of Christmas. A virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. Now, what does Emmanuel mean? Emmanuel is God 
with us. So when Jesus was born, the angel came to Joseph and said, this is to fulfill the prophecy of Isaiah given 700 years earlier. A virgin is giving birth to a child and he will be called Emmanuel, God with us. So when we receive Jesus, we are receiving God because God wants to be with us. You know, stop and think about that. Many times we look at our life and we feel, you know, God does not approve of me. My life is not always aligned with God's purpose, God's will, God's commandments. And sometimes we feel guilty, we feel unworthy, we feel that we don't deserve anything. And yes, it is true, we are guilty, we don't deserve anything. But think about what God thinks about us. He says, no, yes, you are guilty. Yes, you don't deserve it, but I love you. I love you with an everlasting love. And so I make my promises because I want to give them to you because you mean so much to me. And so when we look at the promises of God, let us keep this in mind. They are all yes in Christ Jesus because God himself wants to come to us and he has packaged all his promises into one beautiful gift the gift of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. We all have friends who make promises to us. And you know our friends, they want to keep their promise. They try to keep their promise to us. But you know, being human beings, they may not always be able to keep their promises. But we thank God, we have a father, we have a savior, we have a friend who never fails in keeping his promise. So Paul can write in the Romans, he says it this way, Abraham received promises from God and what did he do with those promises? He figured out this great truth, God has the power to keep his promise. That's found in Romans chapter 4 verse 21. God has power to keep his promises. Our friends may fail us because they don't have all the power in their hand and so we sometimes get disappointed because after all, my friend told me he would give me and do for me. Uh, he could not do it. He was a disappointment. But take heart, dear friends, you will never be disappointed with God because he has the power to keep his promises. And so no matter whether we are deserving or whether we are worthy or we are very holy or righteous or spiritual, that is not really the point. The most important thing about the promises of God is God wants to give them to us because he is for us and he has wrapped them all up in this beautiful package called Jesus Christ our Lord. So take heart and remember God loves you and God has made great promises to you and he intends to keep that promise to you. Lakeview Talks will be aired every week on Google Podcast and Amazon Music. Connect with us every Thursday at 7 p.m.